wrestling fans, are you ready? You better get those Magusta Pops. It's time for all the kayfabe. We are live. Uh, welcome to the World of Kayfabe podcast, a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, tonight is episode 54. Uh, we have here, conspicuous by his absence, Nick Venom. He's out floating in the, what, the Pacific Ocean somewhere? Floating in paradise. But as they say, the show must go on. Uh, I am your host, Dan the Man, joined with Staggered Lee Crocker. And last but not least, Introduce yourself, Bubba. The motherfucking juice from Juice Pro Wrestling to JPW Handsome Brick. All right, guys. How's y'all day been, man? Dude, my day's been absolute fucking shit, dog shit, but I'm hanging out with you guys, and y'all just cut a new episode of Juice Pro Wrestling tonight with the Sweat and Bruiser Bodie. So I'm fucking doing great, man. Hell yeah. What about you, Joey? Well, I realized I was just having a technical glitch, but at least everything's backed up on YouTube because my, the, the hard drive that I record all the shows on, of course, it suddenly disconnects when I hit start recording. <laughs> the era of technical uh, difficulties. Dude, it is, man. You had technical issues with your uh, your mic. Now he's got hard drive issues. I Watch, I'm going to have fucking camera issues like I did during the Kid Cash interview. <laughs> Bro, that man. Oh, hey, man. Congrats on that shit. I, uh, so I did. I watched it in intervals, you know, going to and fro from work. And, uh, I, dude, it was pretty good. You know, you asked a lot of fucking dumb questions, but it was pretty good. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> good right there. Bro, you know, you guys get all serious for a second. I was like, I ain't sure. Oh, shooting. no. No. So <laughs> I, I, I went in that one and I, I can't speak for Joey and Nick, but I went into that one with as much excitement like bottled up and oh, ready yeah. to fucking explode oh you I'm always like, do i still dude. with guests dude that people you really want to talk to i was just talking uh on the fucking cell phone recently john christ original guitarist from danzig and i'm like I can't oh texas wow. fucking dude you know like trying to you know hook up and get him on the show and shit and it's you just got to fucking play it cool and i thought you know you guys did you know i could tell sick nick Fucking mysterious by his fucking absent taking a cruise on the Titanic tonight. <sighs> what a rush. He, uh, you, you could tell he was a little green behind the ears. Uh, didn't watch much ECW and know too much about him, but still good, engaging conversation. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, everybody, if you haven't fucking checked these guys' episode out with Kid Cash, you know, I'm a little jelly. I'd love to fucking sit and talk with the motherfucker. You know, he was, he was a good speaker too, man. Dude, I actually, I sent him your information. He's probably like, shit, what can I get out of these guys about four fritter? Why are you always trying to give that alien tree fritter? Well, and you know, and you know, what's, you know, what's crazy. I feel like, I feel like me and him have developed a friendship because I actually just messaged him today. Just, you know, Hey man, how's your day? Oh yeah. I'm just working. Oh man. How's that going? Like, I feel like we've like developed a friendship. Yeah, he's like, who the fuck is this? Magusta. You're going to have a world of guys. You're going to have a restraining order delivered tomorrow. Damn it! But he was a soup man. He was a super cool dude. Like, what are you he, wearing? He reminded me of like that one cool uncle you wanted to hang out with. Yeah. 
No, I never had that cool uncle. Yeah. I always wanted to hey, fuck you, somebody else's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you wearing them tights? <laughs> but no, dude, he was he was awesome. You guys did good, man. Good on you guys, man. And I see you guys got uh, Sam Stackhouse coming. Just keep him fucking. He's he's a good dude, man. Good on the wrestling community. Good for bro. And we you know, got what? That's that's what um, Sam Stackhouse is next week. Yeah, next week, and then the week after is their Beer City Bruiser. Yeah, yeah Beer City Bruiser Bonner. too. Hell yeah, you know. Good. So, so what y'all think of Elimination Chamber? Elimination. Chamber. I like. I liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty decent other than some of those spots that I called uh, that I told you that irritated me like the especially botches. during the women's dude oh dude like the Botch. what was it? the the code breaker DDT thing from like Raquel and like Natalia where fucking uh Raquel just say, stood there she stood there and just kind of went Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brother, let's just say there was a reason and you know we said this kind of off fucking camera um <laughs> There's a reason I was hanging out with friends in the kitchen and kind of just peeping in on that match. You know, yeah. there's not oh, for yeah. me. That's not like not. A, I knew Oscar was going to go over and I was glad that that happened because it should have fucking happened. It's just I, I didn't really. There's a lot of fucking. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll say I'll say one thing. At least they don't botch as much as the AEW women's division. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god! I mean AEW just as a whole. There's tons. There's oh, tons yeah. of. I mean, I, I mean, well, whatever, bro. You you throw a ball sometimes. You catch a strike. You know. But I I do I do wonder because I was just listening to Jim Cornette the other day and he brought they brought up the point like how like how common are injuries in AEW versus WWE? AEW always constantly seems to be dealing with injuries constantly. It seems like they're going concussions. Hard. Yeah. What is WWE, right? When you look at the core of this shit, we'll settle this debate right now. Uh, it's entertainment. Yeah. What is AEW? It's in-ring product, you yeah. know? So you're going to have more injuries, and they're working with guys in New Japan. Dude, I was at the fucking Adam Cole match, you know, at the United Center when he got laid out, and he's oh. just now fucking coming back. You know, Forbidden Door, like, you're going to wrestle people. Forbidden Door? Fuck yeah, I was at Forbidden Door, man. I was Bro. a forbidden whore at Forbidden Door. Dude, that was fucking awesome alone just seeing Okada come out live. Yeah, dude, as soon as his music hit, it was just like, oh, shit. There were a lot of boners pop that evening, you know, wrestling boners. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? And this is a very unpopular opinion, but I, I retract it now. Whenever Forbidden Door ended, (laughs) before you even said it, he's like, I retract it. Who are you, Bill Clinton? Yeah, I retract what I said. No, but, um, my first watch through, I was fucking bored of that pay per view. Which one? Forbidden Door. Really? But when I, yeah, but when I, maybe it was just because I felt like it ran too long and I got tired towards the end. And that shitty Moxley Tanahashi match, I just didn't care for it. But once I rewatched it, I just gained such a fond appreciation for it. I, I'm not a Moxley fan anymore, dude. So like any of his matches, I get bored. Like I feel like he, he's he's over a little overexposed, but. They do yeah, need to kind of got to. He's got to stop bl- blading every single week, though. Yeah, yeah. Especially and maybe who the hell and this new WWE producer that they hired is constantly zooming into the blading. He, well, yeah, dude. I know. Remember, he was like, <laughs> yeah, he was laying in the corner blading. Me gusta. 
He was he was really laying out the real meat juice. Dude, stuff. he was wanting the juice. Everybody's always wanting to get wet. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we got a bloody belt? Mm. But yeah, yeah, I agree, dude. Moxley is uh I love him, dude, because I was never a fan. I remember like uh I didn't watch him when he was doing like CZW. I may have seen matches, but I didn't really give two shits about him because I just didn't spend enough time at the time watching that shit. But uh like the shield and all that and hearing how he had heat with Mick Foley, like whether it was a work or not, like early on and all that stuff. I just never cared for him. I never cared for him. And then to see where he's come from and go back and watch everything. I was like, dude, he deserves everything he's got. He's still a hell of a hand and fucking his promos fucking awesome. And he's like, dude, he's just, you feel it. You know, it's like, he's believable as shit. I just think that he's put in these situations now where it's like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, he's he, too much. It's too overexposed. It's I mean, not yeah, traction. Yeah, I mean, he no. was supposed to go on vacation like, like what, six months ago? And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then you had CM Chunk fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but yeah. That's, maybe that's maybe that's what he needs is to go on that vacation and yeah. just let the crowd let the crowd miss him. That's what a lot of wrestling across the board, I think. Um, maybe not so much on like some of the smaller like super indies or whatever because there's always fluctuating talent. Um, but I think a lot of that is lost upon like how wrestling is consumed nowadays. You know, I, like everybody is a and just entertainment yeah. as a whole. Everybody's ADHD. Like yeah. I don't want to see how did people survive. I just said this on my show tonight. How did people survive John Cena and Randy Orton every oh. Raw, SmackDown, House Show, pay per view for a decade? You know, yeah. like how do people survive that shit? You have to like almost like less is more. You know, like especially with the super talent, it's got to be an attraction. You didn't always see Andre in the same place all the fucking time. And, you know, like, I, yeah, well, so, the only one, the only attraction is Brock now. <laughs> and he's, yeah. And he's still like, I like his new shtick and whatever, but I'm still like at this point in the game, dude, unless you pair him up with something that means shit. Like I would love as a fucking wrestling fan and as a MMA fan, dude, give Riddle and Brock a fucking, a match, Dude, you know, do yeah. something. If you have to be creative gimmick wise, as far as, you know, the match type, whatever, or just have a wrestling match. We've had, I don't feel, I don't know how much more they're going to do with Lashley and fucking Lesnar. You know, that was the dream match of dream matches. And it sucks. Unfortunately, it's kind of, it's whatever. I'm not saying they've necessarily had bad matches, but I just don't, maybe it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I'm a little butt hurt. Well, it's the, it's, uh, no, I completely agree with you. I feel like with, no me gusto. Oh, yes. (laughs) I feel like it's just the same song and shtick, dude. It's like, I I feel like I'm playing a live action 2K game. It's like you're constantly hitting that finisher button, finisher, finisher, finisher. Yeah, we're bored. There's no, there's no variety. But like you were saying, like, I want this Lesnar Lashley thing to go one more, but I'm afraid of what I want it they're to going be a to full do. Full on MMA fucking fight, dude. But they're on the I, juice, like, I told, so you know bro, it ain't gonna happen, bro. I told Juice, I told or not, I told Juice. I'm sorry, I told Joey. Um, why don't they do them two in the fight pit match? But they won't pull the trigger on it, and that I'm sucks. Kind of, and then now they're possibly incorporating Bray Wyatt into this you, shit. Well, like, you know what I'm worried. You know, the, I haven't heard any rumors about this or anything. I'm kind of worried that they might try and push like Gable Stevenson <laughs> versus Brock at WrestleMania to try and push. I think, the, 
I think that's too. That, I think that's way too. It's way that, too. That, 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 but How that do we know though? We haven't seen him. That guy's so yeah. vanilla though. If you're talking legit it's, wrestling, but I heard I, that yeah, all day. But long. I heard that he just. I, I I heard that he turned down WWE to go back to school. I don't know. I don't know all that, you know, all that fucking dirt sheet shit. The only last thing I read was like he was behind schedule on like what they thought he was going to be. And he was still with them and doing shit. And I thought they were planning on doing some shit. I think he'll he'll pop up soon. And if he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, whatever. It's not the end of the fucking world. No, and I was thinking Tom I, Lawler and fuck he, shit up. Oh, dude. Oh, God. I, that would be awesome to have Tom Lawler WWE. I, I don't He's think Taylor made for WWE. I, I, I don't think that he would. I think he'd run into uh, some barriers in WWE, though. Not get along with some people. <laughs> you know what? Money talks. Hey, yeah, I, I don't like you, but if you're gonna give me a fucking three million dollars or whatever, I fucking I love. I can learn to love you. Yeah. <laughs> me gusta. Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. I wish they did capitalize on Riddle and Brock one time. One time. Riddle and Brock, they should have gave us Riddle and Goldberg, dude. That what's the old saying? And, and dude, R.I.P. to fucking Jerry Jarrett, man. Um, dude, yeah, they had a thing. Yeah. In, uh, uh, what was it? USWA or whatever when he ran that Tennessee territory, and it was a uh, personal. What was it? Personal matters make money or something like that along those lines. Had that sign like in the office, you know, like yeah, make those things, you know, and fucking yeah. do some. It's been it's a proven fucking fact. Look at. <laughs> Fucking Matt Hardy, the <laughs> whole thing back in the day, you know. Look, look at Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah, and I guarantee you, look in the future at CM Punk in the Elite. I guarantee it. It'll come, bro, bro. So, bro, do you do you see any 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 possibility of Punk coming back? Because all of a sudden, now with the Tony Khan major announcement, that that shit is circulating. They're spam. They're spamming that on Facebook like crazy today. Dude, I know. That's what I'm saying. Dude, here's the thing. Break it down for you real quick. I always thought if they didn't fire him out the gate or by because Tony could have done that. Tony's got enough yeah. fucking money. Did he want to do that? No. And here's the thing in the wrestling business. We can talk all this shit. Did I think he's an asshole? Didn't need to be there. Yeah. Very much do. I'm not a huge CM Punk fan, but I also know a lot of good he can do for business because there is a lot of people that fucking like him, dude. You know, you just don't sell million dollar gates and pay per views for nothing, you know. Um, but dude, he he's toxic for the fucking backstage but here's my thing i always preach forgiveness everybody fucks up right everybody yeah. can be a dick i can be a dick you know i have a lot of responsibility in me on me in life and shit and if you know there's times where like the friends or co-workers where i might be an asshole i'm not necessarily trying to don't fucking make that my death sentence you know i do not like cm punk but i'm saying don't make this situation his death sentence and if the bucks you know are the good christian boys that they claim to fucking be then forgive, forget, and turn this into money. Yeah, but how? But yeah, but how many times? And and uh, history has shown that CM Punk is a notorious dickhead. Yeah, how many, yeah, he is. How many times? How many times can you burn your bridge and ask for forgiveness? Though I'm a punk fan, I want what's best for business. But when do you say when? Well, when you say when, when his contract is up, because clearly that's not happening. And and to fucking have to pay a guy of his salary to sit at home. Yeah. No. I mean, 
I mean, it's not like this isn't the worst thing that's happened. It's not the in the, in the, in the locker room. I mean, we've got we've got Sid Vicious and Arn Anderson yeah. with the fucking scissors, and they didn't get black and they didn't get blackballed from the business or anything. No, <laughs> dude, not look at all. Warrior, Warrior, Hogan, yeah, any of those guys from any of the controversies. It's it'll fucking happen. There's been less. Hey, like I said, forgiveness. People get heated. People get stressed sometimes. I may not see shit your way. You may not see it mine. But at some point as human beings, if we're smart and level-headed enough, we can come together and we can do what's right and make amends. That is what should happen. And especially because, hey, I am a shrewd fucking asshole businessman. If I'm paying a motherfucker, what is Punk making? He's probably signed at least making $2 million a year at least just for whatever his appearances were. If I have to pay that guy that when I'm trying to run a fucking wannabe global business and I'm a good chunk of... Shit is, you know, gone because he's sitting at home, so there's no merch to sell, which he was a top seller when he was there. And I have to pay him this money every fucking month, this check every month or every week or whatever it is. He's sitting at home. He's going to fucking do this and that. And it's not for me, you know, like that. You don't do that shit. So you got to fucking keep him. And I think if it was going to go sideways, no matter what, he would have been gone by now because... Tony has money. It would have been a huge loss, you know, but I don't think either side really wants that. You know, yeah. time yeah. heals all wounds. Hashtag it, live it, love it. I, I have always found, found it a bit suspicious that they still released CM Punk merchandise after the fight, even up to like yeah. Christmas time. I'd be selling it too because it's, it's not be dead stock, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's it fucking matter? You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Is he a dick? I, yes. Glenn Danzig's a dick. I fucking love his music, you know? Yeah. I don't really care yeah. for CM Punk, but I know he's good for fucking business. And when he does shit, dude, one of the most, um, we've been talking about this on Juice Pro Wrestling a lot lately, like my pet peeves, and we're huge AEW fans, is there's no good storytelling anymore. What no. stories are you really interested? Dude, Revolution is coming up. I, I don't really fucking care for the first time. I'm like, yeah. I've seen all these matches on Dynamite. I am interested in the Brian Danison MJF, although I think MJF's still going to win. You know, there's always this glimmer of hope, like how are they going to book it, right? But I try not to overthink it because then you become those asshole smart mark fans that just don't have fun with it. So it's like, why do you even watch? You know? yeah, it- but there's, there's no good fucking stories that are like bringing me in like there used to be there. There's yeah. great in-ring, but... No story. It, it yeah. seems it seems like there's always that ever since CM Punk thing, there's been like this cloud over AEW that's been like we can't we're we're gotta stay under this. I don't know the the, the writing and everything was just went to shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like when Punk came in, that was like their peak. Now I just I haven't watched Dynamite in three weeks. I just don't care. Like. Like you said, what are they doing? What are they doing to draw me in? Nothing. They're bringing in. And I hate to say that. And, and the thing and that's been the what? running. It goes, that's been the ahead. running. That's been the running joke that the reason why they're doing Tony Khan's announcement on Wednesdays just to boost the ratings. Oh, like Dixie Carter used to always do that and fucking yes. overpromise, underdeliver. Like, oh, Bully Ray is back. Like, he's been gone for two weeks. Like, that was your huge announcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You a dick, Dixie. No, I love you. You're a sweet girl. But, uh, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, 
It I, it should happen. Let it fucking happen. Let it play out. You know, I I don't fucking care because AEW is kind of suffering. But does it come back to us as fans now being too fickle? Like, hey man, in the world of like point click boom, point click boom, everything. You know what the most popular fucking videos are on YouTube? It ain't long form. It ain't what we're fucking doing. It, you know, I put out. We got two million views on our channel last year for a fucking. 11 second clip of Darby Allen that I've shot fucking at uh forbidden door <laughs> over a million views with just that video. Well, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've got a video that's like 10 seconds and it's just a botch on WWE 2K22 and it's got like 250 views. And yeah, I, it, <laughs> yeah like the, like, get like, a grip yeah. people, you know, listen to some good shit, you know, World yeah, like the, motherfuckers. Indoors. Yeah. Like the start. Like the thirty-second video of my daughter acknowledging the bloodline, like literally, you know, Roman's her daddy. Hey, dude, just pay the child support. Yeah, must be. <laughs> Me gusta. Not okay. Not not that I want people to lose their jobs, but there's been so many people that are just signed to AEW that just sit there since the start of AEW. And it's you know and, it's and, a collection. And, it's a and, toy and, box. And and back, but. Like back in the day, you'd go like you were talking about how people get stale. Well, that's because back in the day they would go to territory, 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 change all the time. Or they had programming. Like, dude, you look yeah. at WCW back in the day. They had Saturday night. They would do the occasional Clash of the Champions, which they were yep. doing a lot for a long time for free on fucking TBS or whatever. Then you had Nitro. Then you had Thunder. Yeah, um, dude. They and then uh, there was like the Power Hour, or some other shit. They had, yeah, probably at least ten hours of programming a week at their yeah. peak. I think they were delivering. Like you know, WWE has that too. Um, but it, it, what can you do if you don't have that? You know, hopefully this ROH, their AEW is so. What is it? March second or March third? I think will be the first episode of. Uh, the new ROH, or they're they're either recording it then, or it's going to be out, but it's going to be out on Honor Club. So you'll catch new episodes of ROH going forward. What is that going to look like under Tony's umbrella? I don't know, dude. It scares me because I just don't want it to be too similar to AEW. You well, know? you know what? It, you know what? You know what? My fear is it's going to look like AEW Dark with ROH letters on it because they're yeah. doing it at Universal Studios, so it's going to be a very small little packed crowd it's just to me i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna give it a chance but it's to me it's just not gonna fill roh man it's gonna fill aew it will they can hey man cosmetics you know roh has done many cosmetic changes throughout its yeah. fucking time in the history of the wrestling business right but it's the talent and the mentality yeah that's what's got to be held in there and then i need to see no more of it on aew dynamite no no it just doesn't feel any different or any important you have like what was it, last week there was all <laughs> roh belts in champions on I tv mean, and like, yeah i mean even if it, even if okay we got a different announcer oh we're a different show and got different banners to the bottom it's roh now oh my i get it for like i said we're always gonna go back to business i've been preaching this a lot lately mainly because maybe i took over at my fucking job and i'm running shit and you know oh. run my fucking show so but i get where they're coming from you know like now's the time to do it you've done enough cross promoting that if motherfuckers don't know by now 
I don't know what else you fucking do. <laughs> you know, like I just want AEW to be AEW and keep the fucking ROH guys at ROH, you know? Don't even make it a feeder system. I mean, I guess you could sign if someone gets super fucking big, but treat it as its own fucking separate thing, man, and just yep. you fucking flip the bills, you know? Yep. Yep. People want to bitch at Tony because he doesn't have fucking, you know, riders per se. And now and they got a few guys that or agents, you know, that do matches and whatever. You know, you mentioned the guys coming from WWE and whatnot. But uh, th- there would be a good chance for him to kind of, you know, shut everybody up on that and give a crew, assign a crew that, like, hey, I'll maybe make the final decision, yes or no, or tweak it, whatever, but you guys come up with the show and let people from, like, you know, the heart of ROH and, like, you know, your Cole Cabana cabanas or brian danielson's you know or whoever book it and run it as they see fit yeah as long as i get as long as i get my uh bobby cruz's ring announcer and uh ian riccoboni as uh color commentator and uh who's the uh who's the guy with him that uh does color commentary um the black guy joey caprice coleman caprice coleman then i'm set i'm okay i'm okay I'm okay, Dad. For a second, I was. For a second, I was. Gusta. For a second, my brain went the Pope, and I was like, "No, that's TNA." <laughs> yeah, well, I seen a picture of him online today with baby doll. <laughs> D'Angelo De Niro. Or he could say Orlando Jordan, and he just comes out and God. soaks himself oh, in lotion. God. Looking God, like cum. Like, is this representing cum? You know, it's yeah. already bad that our company's initials are TNA, which, hey, man, I was never, I never really knocked him because of that. You know, I mean, whatever I, I get, it's like kind of tongue in cheek, haha, you know? But yeah. A lot uh, of people shit well, on it for that. But, dude, they were, they're still around. Well, I don't care. So, they just got so, bought out. Well, supposedly it was going to be Tuesday night action, but they couldn't get that, like, yeah. name or something i can't remember exactly why i've heard the story before uh, well, even <laughs> so they just non-stop action whatever it's just that people would shit on it because yeah. the initials and it was you know vince russo and like so what yeah it is you well, think tna whatever but so i gotta, sounds I, gotta to me. I have a really brief funny story so when i was when uh tna left the asylum and went to universal studios back in like oh four i was still in high school and I would have my VCR set to auto record because it came on Fox Sportsnet at like three yeah. o'clock. I was just getting off school, right? Yeah. And I made like this compilation VHS tape, and all I wrote on it was TNA tape because I knew what it was. And my buddy was like, "Hey, man, uh, those six episodes you recorded, bring them over to my house, spend the night. We'll just binge watch them all night, right? Cool." He got so, caught with it, didn't he? <laughs> no, so no, so Parents we be like TNA. Well, her mom. Well, my buddy Dustin's mom was like, "What the fuck is this? Tits, nuts, and ass." <laughs> Magusta. Yeah, Magusta. Hey, you guys got to take a shot every time you hear that tonight. By the way, dude, that that should be a drinking game. That's what we do on ours, but it's whenever I do the Jim Ross, you know. Oh yeah, what's the Jim Ross? Baga, baga, barbecue, pinata, pinata, pinata. <laughs> or that, or we should do that whenever. Or the, the Road Warrior quote from, if you guys ever watched the Road Warrior DVD WWE put out, like a 2005 or something. Yeah. Uh, he, Jim Ross is talking. He's like, they're real big, real hard, real stiff. <laughs> like, 
I man, I can't find it anywhere like online. I have to. I have the DVD. I got to record it because I. I've always been saying that I love that fucking line, dude. Real big, man, real hard. Bro, so, hey, speaking of documentaries, man, are you looking forward to the uh, new season of Dark Side of the Ring? Apparently, some of the episodes that we're going to be getting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen some of that stuff. I mean. Is there is there one that sticks out to you that you're like holy shit I have to see if this is really true? No, no, really, not at all. no, really. All stuff I know it's it's just filler, dude. I read a lot, man. I read a lot, and I've been watching a lot. And a lot of these stories, you gotta think, dude. I mean, I'm fucking forty years old. I've been watching this shit since I was like five. I was reading PWIs like before I was ten. You know, like okay, it it, it would be cool if they did branched out more of the unknown like hardware the ugh, hard well, body thing is, the hard body harris where he was running a prostitution ring and yeah, shit yeah. like that like <laughs> super unknown shit but still tied to wrestling because here's my kind of beef with it i like it but dude and i've had guests on the show and like people i talk to they're like it it's always down to editing, you know, when you chop something up and like, look what happened to fucking Tommy dreamer, dude, like, you yeah. know, and they tried to cancel him and Ric Flair and like shit like that. That's the shit, the wrestling media. I'm not a fucking fan of, you know, like, it, <laughs> you know, I don't know. How are you going to crucify a guy for, you know, like, I don't even want to relive the fucking thing, but some of it to me seemed a little like just, yeah, like you could really fuck up a person's career like you know yeah. or you know i mean for like xpw is a great thing you know because they're just totally anti-christ professional wrestling don't give a fuck you know like and yeah. all the people we've had on our show since they've done the rebirth are all like yeah you know what's brought you your attention to xpw dark side of the ring dark side of the ring like all right so the one episode and i i hope to god it's true i think it is so I've always been fascinated with Mike Awesome. He was just always that, you that know one, I lied. I was always that statement. one big man yeah. that I was always infatuated with, and all I ever knew of him was what I seen in uh, FMW, ECW, and then WCW. He's a fat chick thriller. Yeah. A fat chick thriller. And I asked Kid Cash. <laughs> I, I specifically, guy. I specifically asked kid cash this because i knew that he would know something i said man how is he outside of the ring he was like he was he's not what you expect you know we just hang out in the locker room we show each other pictures of our families and we talk about cars yeah and i'm just like man like i want to know so much more about the man like I, and i there, hope they give us so much meat and potatoes on this episode. he's related to hogan you know they're that? they're that awesome yeah there's a channel on YouTube. I can't. It's like darker side of the ring or something. I don't remember. Yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah. And, and the guy's or, the guy yeah. the guy's done an episode of Mike Awesome, and geez, I had no clue about about. I knew he committed suicide, but I didn't know the whole reasoning why. It's really sad. <laughs> can you? Hey, when we get off the air, can you send me the link to that? Because I mean, yeah, I, I know the channel, but yeah, like I said, I was so fascinated with 
the other 20 things that I wanted to ask Kid Cash, but I was like, man, one of your one of my favorite matches of yours was with Mike Awesome for the ECW World Championship. That's where you took that super awesome bomb off the top ropes. Yeah. And um, man, I, again, and I, I hate to keep going back to a little Kid Cash thing. It just made such an impact on me. That dude was so cool, man. I hey, wish popped your cherry, man. Dude, I wish nothing but the best for that man. Like, and he even said that he would be he would love to come back on again, dude, that man, I fanboyed inside. Like I was so happy, man. Dude was so cool. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's cool to talk to these motherfuckers. And dude, it is now it gave me my sense of confidence, dude, because like for like the two weeks prior to that, I'm just like, fuck, I I'm not going to do this right. I'm going to fuck up. And we just got there and I'm like, dude, he was like the cool uncle you wanted to talk to like super fucking cool. Next time you have him on, you got to have him talk about construction horror stories. Oh, yeah. He was. <laughs> you know, see yeah. some, some fucking fingers and shit smash some of those guys. <laughs> well, he was telling he was telling us like some of the like the shit that he would do, like wrestle a match, then drive all the way back to where he lived to work 12 hours. Like, I mean, the dude, he was telling us really cool stories. I mean, you said you listened to it. Yeah. Super, super neat. Yeah, it was a good episode. Very good. Now, now I just got to do my research on this Sam Stackhouse guy, and uh, I know I know some about Beer City, Beer, Beer City Bruiser, but I'm going to do a little bit. Dude, more dude, 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 you can go on YouTube and and look up some of the videos of Sam Stackhouse, and there's some pretty crazy. Yeah, like, loco wrestling dude. Wrestle yeah, yeah, loco here know. in Houston. Yeah, there's a there's one where people are throwing shit in the ring, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now Crowley, that was good on you does guys. Does he do the death matches? Yeah, yeah, he does some right. of that shit too. We uh, re- we do some cross promotional shit with Russell Rave, and he was on their uh, last set of shows, and he he was offering the list, and I was like, yeah, I'd like to interview him, and just with everything going on, it's like I fucking need to get around to it. So you guys beat me to it, you motherfuckers. You know who I messaged, and I doubt anything will come of it, but I said fuck it. I messaged uh, Father James Mitchell, but it's probably I've, I've messaged him a bunch of times. I'm like, dude, dude, heavy metal, fucking wrestling, you know? Let's, well, dude, let's it's rock. probably going to be one of those things because I messaged David Penzer, and he said he has to go through Impact, but I feel yeah, like it's going to same be thing. Yeah. M. Yep. Any of those Impact fucking people you got to go through, fucking dude, I forget his name. I think he used to work for WCW. He's from like Chicago forget his name but i've had to do some of that and i've also went back door and a lot of shit you know pco is a fucking brother you know man you know who i'd like to get on and this is going to be like you're like are you fucking serious like why him uh i'd like to get primetime elix skipper like yeah I'd why would it, yeah he would be awesome he would be great dude wcw and tna come on dude come that, on that 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 is one of the big what ifs in professional wrestling is prime Monty time. Brown. If you could score Monty Brown, you guys would get a million fucking views, <laughs> dude. He's very rare to get, and he's so like respected now. And he was awesome, dude. Like, dude, dude, WWE wasted the chance with him. He was amazing. Marcus in T- Corbin. Yeah. He was amazing in TNA. I loved him in TNA. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. He never ever got a run with the NWA World's Title, right? No, he challenged failed it, opportunity. Yeah, he should have. They gave it to our truth, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's totally worthy of it too. Our, I, I, I fucking miss our truth on TV. Yeah, <laughs> he's hurt. He's hurt. You know? Yeah, I know. I, I was watching it live because I was so excited to see him on NXT, and then he yeah, got hurt too. <laughs> I mean, he's, dude, he looks like he's fucking young as shit still, but he's like fucking mid fifties or something now, dude. He, dude, I, I know. 
better with age. I just want him to come out there every day and just do crazy promos. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, I I still think his promo when he was shooting on the money in the bank and Kane was like, you're not even in the match. He's like, I'm not. <laughs> New Orleans, that's on me. That's on me. And, uh, when you see Roman Reigns just cracking up laughing, was it was so great. Yeah, dude. R-Truth's entertaining as hell. <sighs> yeah, definite Hall of Famer. I had uh, I, I talked to Austin Aries, too, and He's supposed to get, you know, they all, they'll all get back to you at some point. But uh, he's starting up a fucking podcast, you know? And that's one of the hard things. That's why all you motherfuckers out there right now watching and listening need to hit these fucking guys up and like and subscribe and share and just leave a fucking rating and review because it's it, it costs you fucking nothing. It's easy to do. And it's easy for wrestlers to go out and do a podcast or anybody that's in the business, you know? But there's, there's a lot of good independent outside perspective, you know? And uh, that's why everybody needs to fucking get on board with what you guys are doing, with what we're doing, you know? Austin Aries will go back to you if you have a Christy Hemi's face. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I didn't know that. um, I I was going to ask him, but I didn't know if it was a touchy subject because I know Kid Cash had very bad beef with Austin Aries. Dude, a lot of people have. I got a kendo stick over here signed by him and Eddie Edwards that was uh, used at Warrior one of their warrior wrestling matches, I think like a oh like wow a match or something. But yeah, he's he's controversial. I I don't care. I just want to fucking talk to the guy. You know, yeah. I've met him a few times, talked to him for like a minute. You know, like at Warrior, he was wrestling there a lot, so you know he'd be backstage and shit. Yeah. Who would you say? Who would you say was one of the coolest wrestlers you ever interviewed? Oh man, I know you did so many. Yeah, dude, a lot now. It's and I just I mean, it doesn't even feel like a lot. I feel like it's like still I'm busting my cherry, you know. I'm one like thousands. Um, the coolest? There's so many. There, Ty. I, I I don't know, man. It's hard to really say. There are a lot of really cool ones for different reasons, like uh, the Von Eric brothers, um, Ross and Marshall. They were fucking super cool, and that was like. That was an interview that went beyond, you know, just like wrestling, like, you know, like hanging with these dudes and like talking family and shit and bonding and like winning is some deep shit, you know, something that you don't get like all the time because it's wrestling's all about drama, right? And all this crazy yeah. bullshit. No, it's not, you know, these are real fucking people, you know? Um, so yeah, they're, they were fucking awesome. Uh, dude, Tito Santana was super cool too, man, because, it was like early on and I was like so stoked to fucking have him. And like, I, I, I genuinely love Chico, you know, as a, as a fucking kid, man, I was like, this is fucking unreal. And, uh, what? Arriba. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. There's been so many cool, like PCO is so awesome. Um, Mecca Wolf was really fucking cool. Uh, dude, Sid vicious, was cool, but there was a lot of shit. Like it took us three years to put the fucking episode out because the audio was so bad. I think he was using a fucking house phone or a flip phone or something. <laughs> so there's no video to it. Because before we were doing even in studio video, um, and dude, it, like I talked to him in our studio. Like Sredden left, and I talked to fucking Psycho Sid for like 
oh, dude, what was it? Four hours or something like that. Four Jesus. or five hours. And I'm in the studio. And I'm just like, I'm drinking. You know, I got a little mini fridge and fucking chilling. And he's like, he's like, do you, do you care if I smoke a joint? <laughs> I was like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, dude, he told me some shit. I can't, I, I cannot fucking ever bring up on air. Um, but you know, the shit that he did talk about and just like, and he went, he was another guy went deep. You know, he told me about like his son fucking taking over is he has like an agriculture business, you know, fucking hillbilly ag guy. Like I, I sell to a lot of those guys like in the trucking industry. So I'm like, all right. And he's telling me about how his son's fucking up his company and people are piss him. Cause he's like, chose to go play softball. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's all. I've I've listened to something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard that I'm, they always talk about Sid Vicious loving softball yeah. and always taking them off, taking off the plate. About, like I said, some of the shit I like can't talk about is like with Doctor Death and just some shit that went on like backstage and I was like, God damn, man! Like, but that was really cool. Moments like that, a lot of that shit is like really what happens off air, you know. When you if you're fortunate enough to get people for a little bit of extra time, you know, Buff Bagwell, um. He was fucking awesome, dude. He was super cool. That felt like just like I could, man, I wish I wasn't digitally hanging out with him, you know, like be in the room. What was cool is like when when the whole um, interaction between me and Kid Cash started, he's like, I usually don't do podcasts no more than an hour. And it's like, well, before we hit record, we're like, you know, we'll just take about an hour of your time. And he kind of gave me that look like, let's do more. And once we started wrapping up, I kind of expected us just to be like, you know, all right, well, here's the end of the show. Bob, see you later. Deuces. Hang up. We we quit filming and we just sat there and talked. We talked about wrestling memorabilia. Belts. And that's probably those all better than what you actually recorded too. That's Dude, what I'm saying. I wish we got it. I don't think Joey got it because I yeah. think Joey and like us too thought that was just going to be it. But we were talking about like belts in wrestling and he was talking about the winged Eagle belt and I grabbed my winged Eagle belt, brought it in here and he fucking marked out. He's like, yes, that's it. It was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good, man. When you, you know, you can get uh, people's time off air like that. Like that's, it's super fucking cool, man. And that's when you reach that comfort zone too. Like it's in a conversation, especially when people don't, they don't know you, you know, you may know them from a fan standpoint, but still, you know, you got to get, you got to get comfortable in your own skin and vice versa. And they got to take you seriously as someone who's interviewing, which I always, I hate. That's what I do. I hate the term. It's more or less I'm hanging out and we're talking and I'm asking you some questions. I ask, I live with my fucking fiance every day and I talk to her. Do I, it doesn't mean I'm interviewing her, you know, like yeah. want to be like more personal, you know, more fucking cool. And, I, and a lot of them get it and they appreciate that because there's so much, there's so much bullshit out there, dude, you know? And what was cool and was so humble of, uh, of old Nick Venom out there. I know you're not listening, to that, you're slow. but we have, Venom, we have reports. Hey. He's overboard, man, overboard, man, overboard. Mama. Mama, what's vacation mean? It's when you go somewhere and you never come back. <laughs> but it was it was humble for old old Nick Venom to sit back and kind of really let me and Joey indulge in this because you know Nick, it wasn't Nick's stomping ground. It was me and Joey. But you know Nick got his questions in. But like I said, it was humble enough for him to kind of sit back and just be like, look. 
let these guys have the reins of this. I'll kind of pick and choose my times to jump in. So, uh, man, just our next one. I, I keep telling everybody at work, man, this is going to be our year. 2023 is going to be the year of kayfabe. We're going to fucking do it. Yeah. It's all about how much time you want to put in the fucking computer <laughs> in your phones. Dude, I live and die by that thing and I hate it. But, Dude, I do you know. too. I have fun. Get to fucking hang out with cool motherfuckers like yourselves. Bro, dude. Except uh, for sick so Nick. He's fucking. Fucking, fucking Joey. Um, mess, what? You got a hold of Darren Young or his 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 page or some shit like that? $100 for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. See, that's the other ridiculous thing now. And I get it. But, I yeah. I mean, I understand, I understand asking for money. Darren Young asked for a ridiculous amount for 15 minutes when you can pay like $100 and get a bigger wrestler, no offense, than Darren Young. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little fucking steep, dude. Uh, you know, what we need to do, what we need to get, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, I'm reaching for the stars. We need to find Nick Gage. Uh, we need if no, if, you if, you, if, you can book him for a hundred dollars for sixty minutes. You can probably book him for some. I don't, I've tried. I've reached. I've been trying to reach out to him for a few he, years. He's now. he's you can book him Everybody, on Cameo. You can book him for a uh, thing on Cameo. Yeah, I call it the DiBiase. Do you can DiBiase anybody because everybody has a price. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, look for sure. I hate it though because if you you know interviewing someone like I always take it as kind of like I get it business, but it's kind of like man. You know, I'm not making money. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck, dude? I'm just here to help promote. And I have, you know, an audience and a platform to do it. Like, whatever. You know what? Here's, I mean, here's yeah, what I there's, say. There's I always been Tommy that. Chong on my fucking show. And I don't give a fuck about anything. Else. Like, I'd have to get like Hulk Hogan or somebody. But nobody comes close in wrestling modern days that can reach the global fucking recognition of one Tommy motherfucking Chong of Cheech and Chong. You'd have got to hang with him and he did it for fucking free. And he fucking went for wow. like three hours, you know, like when you get people like that, that's awesome. Like some of this, some of this shits, I, man, yeah, maybe I, should, yeah, I don't want to bust them out. Maybe I should bust them out. Whatever. I don't care. Bobby fish had a really high asking price for like a half hour, or 45 minutes. It was like, five or six hundred bucks or something like that and i i was like nah man i wasn't looking to pay you know no offense i get where you're coming from and he's like yeah you know no offense he's like me 10 years ago or whatever i would have been yeah fuck it whatever all by business but i got family and shit now i'm like i get it i just i'm not in that spot to give you that much money to talk to you for an hour yeah. you know i mean that's cool that you do that but it, it's it's one of the obstacles you have to face uh, financially when you're trying to do stuff like this, like wrestling media at all. It all costs something. Nothing comes free in life, you know? Like, fuck, man. Sucks. That's why people, once again, you got to rate and review and fucking like and share. Because if you don't, then we're just going to fucking jerk each other off for the rest of our lives. And they're handsome, but I don't want to do that. Join our OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com, so that's for all the cock. <laughs> yeah, all the chocolate starfish. Yeah, so Father James Mitchell read my message. and He, he left you on red? Yeah. Dude, he left me on red. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, is what, it is what it is. Yeah, you, yeah. You've got a curse placed on you now. Yeah. 
apparently he does. Uh, I, I, I always, I kind of follow his uh, Facebook page. He always does. Uh, apparently he does some mean karaoke on Tuesday nights somewhere down in Florida, somewhere. <laughs> Dude, I'll fucking karaoke that motherfucker right now. Father. All right. Sinister fucking minister. Yeah. Dude. All, uh, James Vandenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mortis and Wrath back in the day. That's some good shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, we had Brian Cage on, too. He was really cool. He was another cool one. And he talked a lot about, you know, because that was all about, like, Canyon. He yeah, he was a Canyon Dark guy. Side of the Ring. It was, yeah. like, right after. So we had a little bit of a rub from that, like, because he was on Twitter, and he was like, you know, yeah, it's a shame. Like, I record a lot of footage for them, and I was only in it for a little bit. He's like, I had, you know, Canyon was, like, my dude, you know, like, I just happened to drop in there. I was like, well, here, come fucking talk about it. And he did. Still, I've been backstage with him at Warrior, you know, but he got, and then he was like flexing and shit. He was like sitting there, like, it's like Brian Cage, like flossing for us. Like, <laughs> fuck? Yeah, he, he seems like he'd, he seems like he'd be a pretty cool dude. Like, I messaged with him on Wolverine Instagram. statues in the background. Like, <laughs> he, I, it doesn't even show that he read my message, but maybe one day, maybe one day. <laughs> he'll it, it, it's it's literally like one of those things like he'll call yeah no me gusta no me gusta so you guys uh hey you guys um we talked about elimination chamber and shit aew you know you guys kind of jaded on that a little bit can we agree still good but you're a little like eh. yeah yeah like i was telling you earlier like i just feel like the um like the urge to watch dynamite now is yeah kind of lot like i'll i'll go back and watch it but it's not one of those things where you guys I, man, I gotta both get on that watch kick? dynamite I, I mean i watch it i watch it but you're wearing a sting shirt right now don't be false flagging stagger yeah Dude, I dude, <laughs> like, th- this is an actual WWE shirt. I know, I <laughs> one. Know. Um, but, but uh, no more. yeah, but dude, I've been a Sting fan since back in the day. Uh, but I watch it every week, but I'm not like fully tuned in the entire time. That's it. The honeymoon yeah. over, right? Gentlemen, can we conclude on AEW with the honeymoon is fucking over, and now you know, <laughs> give me what I want. <sighs> But one thing I am excited, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, because I just overheard this. Is it true that the elite and House of Black are going to be fighting for the six man championships of revolution? If that's true, I'm down with that. I think that's what they're yeah alluding to, because they just um, on Rampage, the House of Black, like the lights went out and fucking two of them were out there. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll I'll watch that match. Oh yeah. Fucking day. Supposedly, AEW filed for a trademark for some show called AEW Collision. Hopefully, what? it's not. They don't need a third show. I mean, oh, wait. Oh, this would be the fifth show. Sixth. Fifth. I can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they have they have what dark elevation. Dark ele- yeah. <laughs> or it's dark elevation the same show. Yeah, there's dark and then there's dark elevation and then rampage and then dynamite. What is collision though? Is it, you know, maybe it's, it's it, just content shit. It, yeah, I don't know. It's we don't know yet, but I just read something really bad. Well, cuz I mean, you could say the same thing. You could say the same thing WWE what they had raw, they had yeah. 
They had, hold on, hold on. They had jacked. They had metal. They had shotgun Saturday night. Shotgun Saturday night was cool. They needed the, to do a fucking the, ex- the exception on this. WWE is being paid by networks for that. WWE AEW okay. putting this up on YouTube. The the dark and dark elevation. So, but anyways, I just read that Omos challenged Brock Lesnar for, at WrestleMania. Oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, hey, hey, my girlfriend just made deviled eggs. What does that tell you about what I think about that match? Are you fucking, bro, are you fucking kidding me? It's not been accepted or anything, hey. but yeah, he challenged Brock Lesnar to a match at WrestleMania. Can we get it in unison? No me gusta. No me gusta. Dude, like I didn't even, bro. Like I don't even want to see the suspected Brock Lesnar, Bray Wyatt, and Bobby Lashley triple threat. Oh. What makes you think that? Yeah, Bray Wyatt so, doesn't need to be involved dude, with those guys. What, I don't think. Yeah, what fucking sense does that make? What place does he have in that match? Well, I mean, didn't Brock beat him, or was that no Goldberg beat him for the Universal Title? Right? Yeah, it was Goldberg. Yeah, as the Fiend. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. And that's what killed the Fiend's push. That's going to be their job is to mi- <laughs> figure that out. And it's just, it's like, I don't know. What do you do? What do you I, fucking do? I'm, I am. I, I'm I kind am of digging. Staggering. I was going to say I was disappointed with, I'm a bit disappointed with Bray Wyatt's return, sort of. I think a lot of people are. And, you know, we've kind of talked about it. And then there's the thing, too, is like, is, you know, the pomp and circumstance you know, is that it for him? Like, does he need to get better in the ring? And I'm like, I think he's okay in the ring, but it's, he can do more. I just, I don't know. It does feel stale. It feels stale, but I think they're trying to do a long-term storytelling with that. And I'm cool, especially because it's like a creepy thing. So that to me, you would have to do it kind of long-term to establish just how fucking creepy and powerful this guy is in his little circle if you if they're still planning on building that you know the wyatt fucking family or whatever the new family um but dude in ring you gotta fucking deliver some shit you know you you gotta do something and it's just there, there's nothing there for me i don't know why i'm already um I'm already calling the the match of either night one or night two, man. I'm for some reason I'm looking for. I don't like the two night mania, dude. If I don't either. My fucking yeah. New Japan. They make more money, so they're not going to change it though. Just like there's been discussion about Cody Rhodes wanting to change the belt. I don't see that for that happening because if you watch the Super Bowl, that belt was all all over the TV with the WWE logo plastered. If they go back to the winged eagle with just nothing with WWE popping out, they're not going to want that on the Super Bowl and the Stanley Cup and the World Series. <laughs> I think they'll allow it for a little bit until he loses it at least. Yeah, and it's like I've already told you all. Like I've already voiced my opinion on this so many times, and I feel like if I do it again – I'm just beating a dead horse in the ground, but fuck it, I will. I feel like ever since WrestleMania went to two nights, it has lost its luster as far as... Well, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. For me, Like I love professional wrestling, but you know, we're talking about AEW and the honeymoon being over with them. For me, it's like almost wrestling the buzz as a whole. Like There's still a lot of great shit, and I love it, but it's like 
It's almost too much. I, I am glad yeah. that I am glad that Elimination Chamber didn't go so like super long. Like Royal Rumble yeah. until like eleven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and, and and I tend to also turn on the pre-show. So I'm bit, so if I watch the pre-show and that shit, it's like six hours of wrestling. Like come on, <laughs> yeah, like, who am I? What am I? Yeah, because Joey, I think what we started we started vi- wa- uh, watching it on the phone. What the first or second match in? Because I think you had to eat and even then when we hung up the phone it was like three hours and 38 minutes we were on the phone together so yeah like he said just imagine if we would have went the first match and the pre-show Ugh. no me gusta yeah no me gusta on that one <laughs> and what can you do you know at least the product's getting fucking better and wwe is exciting they're gonna sell now to that jaded aew fan base like i said they'll do the winged eagle because for a decent amount of time, they're going to make a lot of money off that. Because guess what? All the kids that are my age and shit that grew up with that have the money to buy all that merchandise now. You know, the fucking... I mean, I know they've had the replicas and shit out there, but, dude, it's it's going to be fucking great. We're going to love... We're going to pop for it. And it's going to make money. Why I can't, not? I, I, I can't wait for the Spinner American Nightmare. No way. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that would piss so many people off, though, if all of a sudden that came out and just spinning. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It, maybe I, I would hope it would be cool, too, if he split it. You know what? If he split the titles. And we got... There you go. There you go. He oh. split the fucking titles, right? And the universal title gets retired and big gold comes back. Oh, that'd be so good. Because I've read some shit too, like Fox with their deal, man, they want separate champions, you know? Like, yeah. So, you kind of have to. That's Fox's fucking WWE. That's in not USA's, you know? And they're like, they're blending and shit, guys appearing on other shows. I know, like, Fox isn't a fan of that, you know? Well then, so, well then, let's let's take a minute out of our time and fantasy book though. If you had to book that to get both belts off of Roman and onto two separate people, how would you do it? Well, no, you'd have you would just have Cody's going for the whole shebang, right? Oh, and Cody, once he's saying. champion, can do whatever he wants, and he does the right thing. And because, dude, it's it's the stories. There's so many layers. That's why people are mad about Sammy losing. It had to happen. It was gonna happen. Come on, you smart marks. Dude, Roman versus Cody is so many layers. If you want to look at it from the wrestling dynasty, the family thing, the, yeah. well, you know, Roman being under dust, dusty, like all this fucking shit. Cody, the prodigal son, fucking coming back, you know, and starting competition. And like, he's a good promo. He's like, you know how much he loves the business. Like, he, he makes you feel that, you know, the dude fucking went through a flaming table and people were booing him. Come on. You know, I'm not a huge Cody Mark. I may sound like it, like it right now, but it's very compelling, dude. That's that's what's going to fucking sell tickets. And if he wins that title and he says, because everybody knows the lineage and the respect he has and the attachment he has to the business, right? Here's the fucking Raw title, which is the Winged Eagle, and here's a SmackDown title, which is big gold, dude. That dude. would be dope. And he'll defend it. Maybe he loses one or whatever, but introduces him, you know? 
Yeah, it's so, kind of like on like on two K twenty two. I put all retro titles on everybody. So fucking yeah. like like you said, man. Roman comes out with big gold and the um, winged eagle. Hell yeah! So, there you go. So so the rumor right now is Batista's going to go in the Hall of Fame this year. What do you guys think of that? I think that's completely. I think that's true because didn't it? Didn't he petition for that because he didn't want to go in when he was originally announced during the COVID era? Because yeah. he said that he wanted to do it right in front of an audience. Yeah. So yeah, and he's going to get I, a huge pop, dude. Because but you know what's you know what's crazy though? They haven't even announced the first inductee yet. Normally, no, they do but that. they will. They yeah. Well, well, they're going. They're going to. Re- Turn March third in Washington D.C. Batista's hometown, and there's oh, yeah. potential that they'll announce it that that day. That makes sense. But he would be the headliner supposedly. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think he's totally valid for to go in. I mean, he's one of the biggest like movie stars in wrestling, also. He's yeah. and he's good. Here's yeah. the thing: is The Rock is The Rock in every fucking movie he's in, dude. He's, yeah. You know, and if you like it, that's great. And I like it sometimes, but not all the fucking time. Yeah. Batista has depth. And, yes. And I'll tell you, I hated the era. Like, right. I watched wrestling still. I never quit. Everybody else around me quit, you know, and I suffered through it, man. The era of like the Cena, Batista and Orton. It was just, it was them all the time down your throat. I wasn't the hugest of fan of him, but when he quit and like, he quit because he was like, man, I don't like the direction the business is headed and like all this bullshit. And he was like, he just wants some really good, brutal fucking wrestling. I'm like, man, I could get behind this guy. You know, he wasn't so bad. <laughs> like, yeah. that's why I got a lot of respect for him. And then his acting career, like I'm super stoked for that M. Night Shyamalan movie. What is it? Knock at the door or whatever. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock at yeah. cabin door. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like that, that looks too. dope. Like one of you has to die for the benefit of man. He's just, dude, he pulls you in, man. He pulls you in every character. Dude, what, dude, I just watched even, that knives out. He was really good in that dude. Even him as fucking Drax and guardians of the galaxy was hilarious. Great. Great. We all know. Yeah, dude, the Drax Drax made him, you know, he had done yes. other shit, but Drax made him. And yeah, dude, it, 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 we got that coming out too. The last Guardians, you know, maybe oh. they kill him off because he's done. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We all, we're we're only really getting that because Batista started throwing a fit with with getting James Gunn back, saying he wanted to uh, do the do another Guardians of the Galaxy, and all of a sudden James Gunn's back. <laughs> yeah, bro. How many of y'all are excited to see fucking Michael Keaton back in the bat suit, man? Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet, man. Yeah, <laughs> I still can't. I still can't move my neck, but I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, but the CGI takes care of. Yeah. It. <laughs> at least, at, at least, at least it's not George Clooney with the bat nips. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Go back and watch that. Recently. No, 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 no. Even worse is that fucking uh, bat skates. Oh god. It's the car, right? Chicks dig the car. Chicks dig the car. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Val Kilmer as Batman, though. I seen when I was a kid, dude, I saw Batman. I still have the McDonald's crystal cups, dude. Yeah. I love the hero sandwich they came out with. <laughs> then, oh my God, that was that in the Arch Deluxe. I don't give a fuck. I love that shit. I was dude, a young man with an adult cups? palate. <laughs> those are the one cups that you're guaranteed to go to every thrift store and see. Yeah. You see them everywhere. Yeah. Dude, they're, they're fucking dope, though. I love them. I saw that movie like five times in the theater. I don't know what it was. 
I enjoyed it. It's not as bad as everybody says it is. It's they're pissed because it went from goth to back to Adam West Batman. You know? Yeah. So whatever. I, I mean, it, if you want to see a bad, if you want to see a bad superhero movie, go watch the '80s uh, Captain America. <laughs> Oh yeah, Captain America was soon being eliminated. The Red Skull and shit. Because <laughs> there's, there's those... a lot of them in the Hulk. The TV yeah, yeah, those yeah, yeah, those old '80s, '70s superhero movies are God. Those are horrible. Did you see? I just well, found well, out about... about this DC League of Superheroes. It was like a, almost like a talk show skit fucking thing and like ed mcmahon was on it. and dude they like they had this was 10 years after um the batman fucking wrapped you know the 60s batman yeah they had the the guy who played the riddler they had fucking uh what was burt ward played robin and adam yeah. west did batman and then the guy who did shazam from the old 70s fucking <laughs> shazam fucking show and dude this guy came out as solomon grundy and he's talking to ed mcmahon but this dude he actually looked like a good fucking Solomon Grundy. Go on YouTube, dude. It's DC. I think it's like the League of Superheroes. And there was like heroes and villains, like a whole fucking... Dude, it was it was dumb. It was like the Muppets, but superheroes. There were skits. There were skits and shit, like I said. like It was what Muppets, but superheroes really done really bad. Is The Flash was on there, too. Oh, dude. Hawkman. It was his fucking rip dude with the most horrible fucking mask you could think of oh my god dude but solomon grundy was a true gem of that that guy was like the best solomon grundy i've seen in any type of media outside of the books you know uh sounds like they got a uh, space ghost coast to coast got a lot of influence from that then it sounds like there's a new dude i read there's a new uh dc is it dc yeah they're doing a new space ghost thing and uh like supposedly like he's the way they're writing him he's like the most probably one of the most powerful people in the whole fucking dcu <laughs> i'm nerd out with you talking about some shit still hey what you're talking about is called dc legends of the superheroes yes yes <laughs> i actually found it it's odd hold on what is that on there's some shitty youtube clips dude but I, I, I want to see the fucking actual whole thing. I, this old Look, dude I work with. Hosted by Ed McMahon. Uh, yeah, I told you. To. Oh, hold on. Let's see what we got. Hold on. Hold on. Me gusta. Oh, yes. This pop my gusta. <laughs> dude, wow. Let me see. Wait a minute. No, this ain't it. This is the cartoon. Oh, God damn. You motherfucker. It's said hosted by Primrose Path. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, look at the thumbnail though. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, but that was like the cartoon. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's hard to come by. There's some clips and I think there's Warner something. There's some official Warner channel that has like 2 minute like 3 2 minute clips of it. Oh, me <laughs> Guys, get oh. what, what the fuck? Oh man! Oh, here we go! Oh, I got that fan blowing right, right on my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. He's probably like the Bahamas, where the fuck he's at, getting his grapefruits enriched by the succulent winds of fucking Aphrodite. 
<laughs> that's what that's what happens when you start recording the show before we go live. <laughs> Somebody said something stupid. <laughs> Man, so uh, really quick, I was thinking about this before we wrap up. Have you been watching The Last of Us? Yes, bro. How do you how do you how do you like it so far? It's new Walking Dead. I think it's great. Oh, so good, so it's fucking good. good. I uh. Man, I hated like you know being a, you know being a dad and shit. Maybe you can relate to this. Uh, I I knew because I played the game. I haven't played the second one, and I'm stuck at the very end of the first game. But uh, when the little kid gets fucking bit and he dies, I felt so fucking bad. I, said, I don't want to see this. I know it's gonna happen. I don't want to see this. Like ever since I became a fucking father, and it's been a long time now. Like I have problems with shit like that that I never used to. Like when Gage dies yeah. in Pet Cemetery, I'm like no. <laughs> and then he comes yeah. back as a little asshole, and I'm like, all right, it's cool, you know. Yeah, the, uh, the, I, I feel you on things like that. Too. But it dra- that's what is I'm saying though. It draws you like that, you know. Like it's like, oh shit, it puts you like Walking Dead used to when it first started, you know. Yeah, the kid that um, you know, that got bit and died. Uh, he he was actually deaf, and the actor was actually deaf. That's uh, cool. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so that's why they integrated that into the character since it's not like that in the game, you know? Yeah. Um, that's pretty but, cool. But yeah, The Last of Us has been really good. I, I know there's some people butthurt that they're not, there's not zombies all the time. Like, that's not the story people of the game. People are about what's-his-name being gay, too. <laughs> but it's like, oh, that's yeah. like, that's not the, the... The zombies are not the person you're supposed to be scared in the game. It's the people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the infected are almost in the background. Well, the same thing as The Walking Dead. You know, it was really about like think of the problems in in the comics were so good, dude. Like the original con, I got so many of those. But the TV show, like it wasn't the zombies that they were always the background problem. But yeah. every season, it was a different group of assholes you know, that you had to fucking deal with. It's the same thing, fucking here. Like, what's her name? Totally gave me the Negan vibes, you know. Oh, the girl that's running Pedra or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah and she's yeah, a total I, created for... Because if you watch, like, on HBO Max, they'll give you, like, the little behind-the-scenes thing, you know, on an episode or whatever. And they will they were talking about, like, her character. And I'm just like, she did a good job because, I, dude, I fucking hate her. I fucking hate her. <laughs> like, that lady was... Oh. I love when that little plant zombie girl fucking got her in the end. You know, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the life of me, I, I couldn't remember where I knew her from. Yeah, two and a half men, though. Well, yeah. no, men. no, I'll, no, I'll go back even further. I didn't even know that. Megusta. So, so I know y'all, y'all both know this. So that remove that uh, member. Oh, God damn. I can't fucking talk. That movie Detroit Rock City. Yeah, she was the young girl that the drummer, yeah, made out with in the confession. They had sex in the confession. (laughs) Oh, wow, that's her, dude. She She just got fucking, dude. She's not. She doesn't age. And I'm like, I kept telling my wife, I'm like, honey, I know her from somewhere, and I had to look. And as soon as I seen Detroit Rock City, I'm like, oh wow. I've seen that movie so many times because they used to play that on Comedy Central all the time back in the day. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've seen it so many times too, but it's probably been a good 10 years. So I, I th- thank you. I probably need to revisit that. Dude, you should. You should. 
It's a good movie. I like that. And I like, uh, dude, when I was younger, like Dazed and Confused was fucking. That was never a pretty seen, dope movie. You never, never seen, seen Dazed and Confused? Dude, I never seen Dazed and Confused. I never seen, um, what's that one, Johnny? Uh, Fear and Loathing in Los Angeles. He, he, he's, oh. never, he's never seen Ghostbusters. Where do you yeah. live at, Dan? Where are you at? <laughs> I live in Houston. You're, oh, you are in Houston? Yeah. Why the fuck aren't you going to all this shit out there, man? Dude, bro. Loco, Russell Rave, you go to there. Bro, so ever since, and I know this is not an excuse, and excuse me Pro out there forever. What's that? Palais Pro was doing shit, too. Dude, so I want to hit up a Texas All-Star Wrestling show. It's like, literally, yeah. there's no excuse why I shouldn't go. They they wrestle at the Cypress VFW Hall, which is two exits away from my job. It sounds like you're talking a lot of shit, and you got to commit. Well, yeah, I keep having this excuse of like, man, I have a wife and a kid now, so I can't really do that. Like, bullshit. I just yeah, don't want to. Can. Yeah, that's how I am, dude. And my girl's like, no, you you never leave the house. Like, other than work, I just go. I, I'm, I'm such a fucking hermit, dude. Like, yeah. I just, I it's either work, home, home, work. That's it. No me gusta. Yeah, no me gusta, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, it, it's been forever since I've been to a wrestling show. I, I, I think I'm finally going to go to one. Uh, they're going to have Ricky. They're going to have Ricky Morton out here. Yeah. On March. What's the last? Where are you at? Uh, I'm in the St. Louis area. Okay. Oh, St. Louis. All right. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, what's the last show you went to? <laughs> uh, probably a Harley Race promotion show, World League Wrestling. St. Louis has got the issue. We have an athletic commission in St. Louis and Missouri area. Uh, so everybody, if you're near the St. Louis border, goes over to Illinois, which doesn't have one. So the indie wrestling in, in St. Louis isn't as huge due to all the fees. So you have to go over to Illinois, which it's more popular over the like anytime GCW comes over to St. Louis, it's always in Illinois because they can do anything over there. Me gusta. Speaking of GCW, uh, next Monday we will have Sam Stackhouse from GCW on. All right, let's see what we got here. The sick Nick gonna be back? Yeah, he'll be back next Monday. Tired of filling in for this guy. He needs to fucking show up to work. You're running. Yeah, he Wait, where the fuck are you, Nick? Yeah, yeah. We fuck, we give him one job. We give him a couple days off, and he can't be back in time for this. Well, you can only give a job or so many jobs before you got to fire him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's on a no thin me line. gusta. Yeah, he's on a thin line of gusta right now. That's right. He's joined fucking probably like some hors d'oeuvres and getting some pussy and shit and like on a cruise. Dude, like bro, we're bro, sitting he here talking to each other, jerking off about wrestling. Dude, he no, better be supposed to be here today. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know why. He he better be getting him some cruise ass. That's all I got to tell him. Dude, he's getting him some Tom Cruise ass on the, he's probably on the balcony of the ship, like all Titanic, like yeah, trust, shirtless. Trust, his old lady's rubbing his nips. <laughs> trust me, Jack. Trust me. <laughs> like Jake Roberts. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trust me. Dude, that's on my 2K22. You know, I, I always, oh, dude, first thing I do thing, is yeah. I always edit the jukebox because it's like I can't stand like this. There's always like one song in the soundtrack that these people do that's like cool. Like I've I seen the soundtrack for 2K23. It looks 
a little, there's maybe a few songs that I would actually let play on there, but it's mainly wrestling themes, you know. Sometimes I'll take it down to where it's just like NWO music. So every time it comes on, it's like, yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know the NWO theme that they have in 2K22 is not even the real NWO theme? Rock House? No. Did you know that the Monday, they don't even have the Monday Nitro? What no. are you playing on? What are you playing it on? I play PS4. Okay, so I, I have Xbox One still, and that's what I got it for. And it's the fucking uh, Dean Malenko music. Do, ha, hoo, ha, do, 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 do. Remember that? Do, 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 do. Or is that Rey Mysterio's? No, that, that, what the? Do, do, ha, do, do. Yeah, 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 that shit. They have that? Yeah, that's Monday Nitro's fucking music. Yeah, I'm like what? So, There's yeah, some no. of the shit, some of the shit that they got on there. I'm like, really? Y'all could y'all own the shit? Well, do they though? That's why if they, you know, and I'm trying to think. Yeah, they don't own everything. Like, um, for TNT, you know, yeah. with the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Goldberg's theme was a TNT Turner music catalog. They just had that yep, in there, yep. and they just randomly selected it. <laughs> Uh, I want to hear. Yeah, if they can't get the rights. Just like, just like, um, they could only play sixty seconds of Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix for, for uh, Hogan's theme. It would have to loop constantly because they could only go to a certain point because they only paid for that long. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. That was the dopest fucking. Yeah. And Hogan, dude, like, oh yeah, brother. <laughs> Chop it down with the edge of my hand. <laughs> oh, speaking of chopping it down, uh, we're trying trying to find uh, uh, Bill Alfonso, you know, the manager that calls it right down the he calls middle. it right down the middle. I know Bill. He's a good friend of the show, man. I'll have to put in a good word for you guys. Dude, I would love, love, love to have that guy. Yeah, find your daddy here, baby. <laughs> it's fucking... Dude, he, he's full of killer stories, man. He's, he's been on a couple times uh, trying to get him back on. I know he's a very busy man. He's still working the indies and doing shit. So. Wasn't he an old WWF ref at one time? Dude, he was WWF, WCW, NWA. That guy has been... He's been everywhere. Everywhere, dude. ECW. Like, he's the most pivotal points of fucking wrestling he's been around them all like i remember when me and him first started talking it was weird like uh, my son's football game getting ready for it and fucking have to miss a little bit of it because all of a sudden bill alfonso was calling me and saying, hey what's up juice i checked out your shit daddy like i think uh, yeah really cool i think we do some cool shit <laughs> like yeah like fonzie dude right on and he was just he's he super cool Man, do you ever save some of these phone numbers and just like call them back, or is it just kind of yeah. Well done? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I have I have some people's numbers, and a lot of it, like I used to have more back in the day, dude. I have Davy Boy Smith Jr.'s phone number, and he's another guy that I don't know. I'm throwing anything out there, but you know, hopefully that'll happen sometime. Um, it's been discussed. Let's just say that. Uh, I mean, I'll hit him up and fucking occasionally, you know, whatever. And sometimes they hit me up, you know, like, like I said, PCO, like, it's just like, it's like 
it's like some dude I fucking grew up with or something. Like he's super cool, super supportive. You know, like we bullshit, and then it's like, hey man, you know, share this shit. And, All right, yeah, networking. You know, yeah, um, hell yeah, dude. But now more days with the Zoom shit, it's not really so much. You know, I don't get a lot of numbers anymore like I used to. Like I could, but I now I'm kind of like, I don't want to be like that guy. Like if we plan on doing something and utilizing someone in some way, because we want to do a lot of other shit other than just, you know, the podcast. We've got some shit in the works. Um, yeah. I'll fucking keep I'll holler at people. But yeah, yeah, people are people. And it's like, you know, they're and dude, I'm fucking, you know, the vocalist in the band. Like, I want to push that shit. So if someone's really fucking cool about that and cool and hip on the scene, like, dude, schlack and shit, you know, people that dig, like, the underground death metal grindcore shit that we do. Yeah. I'm going to fucking be a part of that. You know, I'm trying to get our band sponsored. XPW is doing a fucking band sponsorships now. And they, of course they did Schlack's band, the crippler. They were first no shit. Right. And uh, then internal bleeding who were fucking like legends of death metal, like slam dude. Like, you know, I'm trying to do shit like that too. So that's why I kind of put myself like, when I interview people, I'm like, yeah, man, these people are cool, but dude, I'm doing my own shit too. And I'm confident in myself and what I do, you know, like fucking reach for the sky, boy. Yeah. Dude. Have you ever listened to Brody? What? Brody King? Brody King? Yeah. God's band? hate. Not a huge fan of that type of shit. I was just at a show where it was, there were some good bands, but man, it's all that fucking like these dudes really. And like, I seen like, man, look like little girls getting punched in the face, like just straight brutalized. And I'm like, oh man, I end up fucking leaving, but the music was cool. And I put, there's some videos out on my YouTube of it, but man, I'm not a fan of that shit. Some dude, I just, me and my boy were out front, right? And this is kind of like a local metal scene. So we walk in there and people know who I am or they fucking don't, whatever. And uh, we're just standing there and I don't want to be fucked with. I'm trying to check out these bands. And then all of a sudden this kid's doing the, just dumb hardcore dancing swinging fucking dumb bullshit and i just got my hand out to push him away from me in case he gets too close right and he comes down and he just like one of his hands like right on the top of my fucking like probably one of the most fragile parts of your body you know like right on my hand i sat there and i played it cool dude i was like yeah, yeah i was so pissed off too but i'm like fuck my hand hurts dude <laughs> and the next yeah. day it's fucking all swollen up you know and i'm sitting there and i'm like Dude, I play like the most brutal shit on the fucking planet. I don't, you know, and I've been there like live. Dude, I've been doing this shit for 20 years. I put my body through fucking, that's why I can relate with the wrestling. You know, I wrestled amateur like for three years as a kid, but I never did professional wrestling. I never really had desire to be on that side of the business, you know, like, I always want to just kick it with the people. And if I can do voiceover or commentary or fucking promotion shit, it's where I wanted to be, you know, but I know I've definitely, my body has paid the price, you know, so I can definitely empathize with these motherfuckers. I've had cigarettes put out on me in Mexico, dude, like fucking, I flipped off of, I don't know how many foot fucking stages to where nobody caught me. And like, I land flat on my back. It's like, like, I can't, I thought I was going to die, you know? Now here I am, 40 years old, my fucking back hurts, my neck fucking, when I fucking wake up and I'm like, dude, fucking concerts, metal concerts are the reason why I have seizures nowadays, man. 
But there's right. some good ones. Just let me enjoy it. Like right. I saw Deicide earlier this year, or two, 2022 at the end, and dude, it was so fucking awesome. But once again, I had a pint and I got pulled into the pit, and I was like, God damn, I'm old. I can't do this shit anymore. You, I got pissed you, off. You, you, you gave me a glass pint too, and I wanted to smash someone's head. And I, I thought I was like, I'm too old. I can't go to jail. Yeah, um, you could be like CM Punk and jump in the crowd and break your foot. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. If he does come back, dude, how injury prone is he now because he's old? Dude, Father Time catches up with us all, dude. That's what I was thinking, too. You could take care of yourself and whatever and do, you know, DDP, well, man. Look at him. He's fucking flexible as shit. But he ain't going to work a full fucking wrestling schedule. You could probably barely even do a match. You know, he's he's done some shit recently here and there. And, yeah, he can come in and throw some punches and deliver a fucking, you know, what do you call his cutter. move? Diamond cutter, yeah. But other than that, father time. Like, but, like, there was the, the whole thing with The Miz and Danny Bryce. And I'm not injury prone. The Miz has had, like, two injuries since then now. <laughs> uh, like, you can be the most, like, perfect person. You just get old and your body comes fragile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to slow it down at some point, you know? <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up uh, for the evening. Uh, you got the wrap it man. up box? No, I wish we did. I wish we did. Joey, you need to get one of those. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Like I said, man, it's been fun having you on. Um, next week, Nick will be back. He'll be back from the cruise. We'll have Sam Stackhouse from GCW. Um, are we going live for that show, Joey, or are we doing it pre-taped? Pre-tape it. You can always make it look better in post. <laughs> we can do it live, I guess. I don't care. Okay. Uh, either or. It's, literally, show it's literally a button I just press on the software. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this one's been fun. Uh, Juice, man. Where can people find you at, bud? Any podcasting platform, like I said, Juice Pro Wrestling, the JP Dub Podcast, Handsome Prick, Spotify, fucking what else is out there? Google, Apple, run all that shit, dude. Stitcher for people who still use that, the super podcast nerds, I guess. <laughs> I recently heard somebody promoting that the show's on Stitcher. I'm like, who the hell uses that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, YouTube, jpdub.com, direct link to over probably at this point, close to 300 hours of fucking content. Um, I mean, at least a hundred hours of fucking interviews, um, from people in the wrestling metal horror art community, like a lot of different cool, interesting people that you guys should fucking check out and support just like you motherfuckers right here. Pro wrestling forward slash JP dub buy our fucking shirts. we got three killer designs. They're always throwing a fucking sale. They just had a president's day flash sale flash. Show me your titties. Show me your genitals, your genitalia, you know, shit like that. Buy our shirts. It's the right thing to do and like subscribe, share YouTube. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Juice Pro Wrestling, Handsome Prick, JP Dub Podcast. That's all you got to do. I'm done fucking marking out for myself. All right, guys. Well, on, on behalf of the World of Cape Fate Podcast, I am Dan the Man, along with Stagger Joey Lee Crocker with Juice. Y'all have a great night, guys. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that... Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? Mm -hmm.